Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Text for our meditation this morning, my dear Christian friends, is our Gospel reading from St. Luke's 19th chapter here again, especially verses 39 and 40. As some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. This is the text. You may be seated. You've probably heard the expression, silent as a stone. Usually this phrase is used to describe a person who doesn't have very much or anything really to say. Especially when called upon to give some kind of response. His parents demanded that he explain himself, yet he just stood there, silent as a stone. But in our gospel for today, our Lord turns this expression on its head. He informs us that stones may not be as silent as we think. It all starts with his triumphal entry into Jerusalem on the Sunday before his Passion. He comes, the king to his royal city, mounted on a donkey, and his people greeting him with shouts of victory. Hosanna! Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Hosanna! They lay down their garments and pave his way with palms a welcome home parade, the likes of which we've never seen. The Pharisees, of course, take issue with this whole thing. Teacher, rebuke your disciples. It is utterly inappropriate for them to be carrying on this way, this kind of revelry and these shouts And cheers and praises are to be reserved for the Messiah, him who truly comes in the name of the Lord. How dare they assign them to you? And how dare you for allowing them to do so? Just who do they think they are? Who do you think you are? And with one simple statement, Jesus shatters all their illusions of just who and what Messiah was supposed to be. If these were silent, the very stones would cry out. With these words, Jesus says to the Pharisees, you're absolutely right. These actions and these words are reserved for Messiah. For him who comes in the name of the Lord. And that Messiah you're talking about? I'm him. Notice, of course, how he says it without actually saying it. This Jesus is the promised Savior, the one foretold from ancient times, the seed of Eve. Come to crush the serpent's head. He is 
the son of David, returning to the place of his father's throne where he too will be enthroned to rule forever. Though his throne will be a cross and his crown will be a thorn. This king will lay down his life and take it up again to win forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation for all who trust in him. The entire world will be remade in its original goodness, just as it was in Eden. For this Jesus is Almighty God Himself hidden in the flesh of man. The Creator come down from heaven to redeem His creation. And the creation knows it. David himself declared in Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. And guess what? The rocks do too. The entire creation confesses its Creator, knows Him who made it. His handiwork can't help but glorify Him and sing His praises. It's what they were made to do. Jesus will be given the honor due Him. And if not from His people, then from His things. It turns out, stones are not so silent after all. These Pharisees, would prohibit Christ's people from confessing His name and shouting His praise. What stands in the way of your confession of Christ? Who are the Pharisees in your life whose voices seek to silence yours as you live your life in faith? Maybe it's the manager or the business owner who makes very clear that the workplace is no place for religion. Could it be the high school teacher or college professor who forbids any talk of creation or a young earth? Because after all, science has proven that evolution is a fact and we dare not deny what science has established to be true in favor of fanciful myths and fairy tales. Then, of course, there's the new cultural Marxism taking hold in our society, which says that we must throw off the yoke of oppression and free everyone to be who and what they want to be. And the greatest oppressor of all is the church with its adherence to doctrines and prescriptions of good and bad, right and wrong. No, if there is to be any real progress, the Christian faith must be the first thing to go, as it does nothing but hold us back. This way of thinking has even found its way into the church as some mainline Protestants have forsaken the truth of the Scriptures and replaced the gospel of Jesus Christ with a militant social justice that insists the true nature of the church is to make everyone equal. 
Sin? Irrelevant. God's law, the Ten Commandments? Hogwash. Christ crucified and risen? Beside the point. Love is all that matters. And by love we mean affirming everyone for who they are and the choices that they make. There are many voices out there seeking to silence our own. But maybe the most powerful voice of all isn't one of the ones out there, but rather the one in here. Maybe it's simply our own fear and shame. What will people think if I speak out against these false narratives? Will I lose my job? Could I get kicked out of school? Maybe they're right after all, and the church really is an instrument of hate and intolerance and oppression. Do I really want to be a part of that? And the hosannas of Christ's people are stifled. His name no longer confessed. His praises no longer sung. But you, my dear friends, have nothing to fear and nothing of which to be ashamed. For Jesus Christ, your Lord and your King, has triumphed over all the noise and silenced the voices of the silencers. His death has won your forgiveness and His resurrection has conquered death and the grave. In His first coming in the flesh, He has restored His creation. And that includes you. And in His coming again at the end of all things, these lowly bodies that we inhabit will be made to be like His glorious body. We will live and reign with Him forever in the new Jerusalem that He will bring. His word remains true and will abide forever. Though Satan, the world, and those who belong to them will stop at nothing to rebuke our teacher's disciples. The Pharisees of this world will always seek to stop the work of God. But as we sang in that song, who can stop the Lord Almighty? Let them do their worst. Their time will come. In fact, they know their time is coming. It was revealed to John, Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. Therefore, do not fear. Do not be ashamed. Shout your hosannas and wave your palms, because Christ has come and has won the victory over all the enemies of God and His people. Don't be silent as a stone. Rather, join those stones in crying out that Jesus Christ is Lord. Confess His name and sing His praises. Hosanna to the Son of David. 
Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.